Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So Jesus is giving to us here a model, a pattern of how God's will is to be done. Father, let it be done as it is in heaven. Welcome to Open the Bible with Pastor Colin Smith. I'm David Pick, and today we're continuing a message we began last time about the will of God. How can we know and discern God's will? And Colin, when we pray for God's will to be done as it is in heaven, that leads to the question, how do we know how God's will is done in heaven? Uh, Well, that's what we're going to see in the scripture together today. I mean, think about this, uh, that as well as the creation on earth, God has made a marvelous creation of angels in heaven. And the scripture tells us very clearly that the angels do the will of God. Now, what does that look like? Uh, How do they do it? That's the model that Jesus gives for us, that we're to pray that God's will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we're going to take a look at how the angels do the will of God in heaven, because Jesus says that that's a model of how we are to do the will of God on earth and to pray that the will of God will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So, let's open our Bibles, if we can, to the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 26, as we continue our message, God's Will. Here's Colin. Notice what this third petition says, Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So, Jesus is giving to us here a model, a pattern of how God's will is to be done. Father, let it be done as it is in heaven. Now, that raises the obvious question, who then does the Father's will in heaven? And the answer to that, of course, very clearly in the Bible is that the angels do. Psalm 103 in verse 20, Bless the Lord, all you angels. You mighty ones who do his word, obeying the voice of his word. That's the angels in heaven. They are obedient to all the commands of God. And of course, you see this often in the scripture, and particularly at its most important moments. Angels are God's heavenly messengers who do his will. So what then does their obedience to the Father's will in heaven look like? Um, Surely we would say first that the angels do the Father's will fully. They are always ready to obey the command of the Father. And there is no mission on which they will not go. So Jesus says, Do you think that I cannot appeal to my father and he will at once send me more than 12 legions of angels? Christ only needs to speak the word and the angels do what he says. And Jesus says, now you pray like this, that that the father's will is going to be done on earth like that as it is in heaven by the angels. They do it fully, they do it gladly, 
Uh, The book of Hebrews speaks about the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, where there are thousands and thousands of angels and they're gathered in joyful assembly. Joyful. So there's no reluctance on the part of the angels with regards to doing God's will. They are not uh, dragging their feet in a gloomy obedience. They find joy in pursuing every command, every word that comes from our Father in heaven. They do God's will fully. They do it joyfully and they do it immediately. Hebrews tells us that God makes his angels winds. That's Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 7. Like the wind. Now, that clearly conveys speed. The wind moves fast. The the angels don't hang about saying, will we, won't we do what God has said? When God speaks, the angel's response is immediate. It is glad. They fly like the wind to do God's will. Now, here is what Jesus teaches us to pray. Father, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. How is God's will done in heaven? Well, it's done fully, it's done gladly, and it is done immediately. And in the Lord's Prayer, we are asking here that we may do the Father's will in precisely the same way. Lord, let me be one who does your will fully, gladly, Immediately deliver me from picking and choosing what I want to do and what I don't. Deliver me from the sluggishness that debates whether I'm going to do what you have clearly revealed. Father, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. But you know, angels don't know the realities of our life on earth. Angels don't experience temptation like we do. Angels don't know what it is to suffer. And so God has given to us a closer model. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that raises the question, of course, Has God's will ever been done on earth as it is in heaven? And the answer to that, of course, is yes, it has in the life and in the ministry of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but to do the will of him who sent me. And Jesus loved doing the Father's will. I mean, he said, John chapter 4, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. My food. You see, Jesus found doing the will of the Father nourishing. It was like a good meal to him. It, It caused him to be satisfied. Brother, sister in Christ, doing God's will will be satisfying to you. The more you do God's will, the happier you will be. The more fully you obey, the more nourished you will be, the more satisfied you will be. 
Now, what did it mean for Jesus to do the Father's will on earth? And what then does it mean for us to do the Father's will on earth? Well, it means two things. First, for Jesus and for us, it meant embracing the commands that God has called us to obey. And here's what Jesus said about that in regards to us. Whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother, my sister, and my mother. Do you see the significance of that? That the sure evidence that you belong to Jesus Christ, that you are part of his family, that evidence will be seen in your pursuit of the Father's will. Jesus said, it's by their fruits that you will know them. Whoever does the will of the Father, that's the person who belongs to me. That's the one who really is in the family, the real child of God. So Jesus said on another occasion, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. See, knowing the will of the Father is of no use to you whatsoever if you do not do it. Jesus said that the person who hears the Father's words and does not put them into practice, here's what that person is like. They're like a foolish man who builds his house on the sand. I mean, think about this person. He has a marvelous beach view, but his life is a disaster waiting to happen. And when the storm comes, Jesus says, the person who's heard my word but not put it into practice, well, his house collapses completely. But then Jesus says, now the person who hears my words and does them, puts them into practice, that person is going to be like a wise man who built his house on a rock. And when the storm comes, his house stands firm. Now, when you pray, your will be done. You are committing yourself to follow Jesus in obedience to all the Father's commands. When you pray, your kingdom come, your will be done. You are ruling out everything that God forbids. And you are ruling in everything God commands. That's what it means to pray, your will be done. You're listening to Open the Bible with Pastor Colin Smith and the message, God's Will, originally part of a series called Six Things to Ask of God. It's been one of the top 10 most requested and downloaded messages of the past 12 months. And we went back and compiled that top 10 and we'll be featuring those messages this month as well as offering them to you as a CD set if you set up a new donation to Open the Bible this month. Details on our website, openthebible.org.uk. Now back to the message. Here's Pastor Colin. For Jesus, 
doing the will of the Father meant not only living that perfect life in which in complete righteousness he fulfilled all the requirements of God's law and did it wonderfully, perfectly, completely. But it meant something else as well. It meant for him, and it will also mean for us, submitting to the burden that God has called you or me to carry. We've noticed in this series already that Jesus prayed every petition of the Lord's Prayer, either for himself or for others. And if you ask the question, when was it that Jesus prayed this third petition of the Lord's Prayer, your will be done? Well, the answer very obviously is in the Garden of Gethsemane. Now, our Lord's experience here was unique because the scriptures revealed the precise events that would take place in the life of the Messiah. Can you imagine what it must have been like for our Lord Jesus to read Psalm 22 that speaks about the suffering Savior? To read, all who see me mock me. They have pierced my hands and my feet. All my bones are out of joint. And then to read that the one who suffers in that way also says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And Jesus knows as he reads these words, this is what will happen to me. This is the burden that the Father has given me to carry. What must it have been for our Savior to read in Isaiah and chapter 53, knowing that he was indeed the suffering servant, that it was the will of the Lord to bruise him, that our sins would be laid upon him and that he would bear the punishment that was due to us. And Jesus knows as he reads these words from Isaiah the prophet, this is the will of the Father for me. If you want to know how hard it can be to pray the third petition of the Lord's Prayer, your will be done. Take a look at Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. As he's staring into the abyss of what lies before him. Our Lord was given a terrible burden to carry and there was a great battle in his soul to say, your will be done. Matthew records that he fell on his face and he prayed, saying, Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And again, the second time, he went away and he prayed, Father, if this cannot pass unless I drink it, your will be done. Here's what it looks like for God's will to be done on earth. 
It means that you submit to the burden that God has called you to carry as Jesus did in the Garden of Gethsemane. Your will be done. Now, none of us will ever carry the burden that our Savior bore. But God has given to each of us burdens that we must carry. Things that we wish we did not have to face. Things that we wish were not so. And when you pray your will be done, you are asking that God will give you strength to carry these burdens. And how was it that Jesus did the will of the Father? How can you carry the burden that God calls you to bear? Well, he did it in love for the Father. His speaking the word Father is just repeated in Gethsemane and on the cross. In Gethsemane, Father, if it cannot pass, Unless I drink it, your will be done. Father, your will be done. On the cross, Father, forgive them. Father, into your hand I commit my spirit. The greater your love for the Father, the stronger you will be under the burden that he calls you to bear. And your love for the Father will grow as you see in Jesus more of his love for you. And then Jesus did this not only for love of the Father, but he did it for the joy that was set before him. Hebrews tells us that we are to look to Jesus, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and he is seated now at the right hand of the throne of God. So it was the love of the Father, and it was the joyful anticipation of what lay ahead, the other side of his suffering that enabled Jesus to say, your will be done. Now, the very last thing is this. Gethsemane surely reminds us that the third petition of the Lord's Prayer, your will be done, is the hardest petition of all for us to pray. But there's something else here that I want to leave with you. This petition changes our entire view of prayer. You see, our first thought may well be that prayer is a way to get God to do our will. And Jesus says, no, it's completely the other way around. The purpose of prayer is not that God should do our will but that we should do God's will. Your will be done. Will you join with me in praying this prayer? Our Father in heaven, we bow before you and ask today that by your spirit, you will bring us to the place where we are truly able to pray from the heart, your will be done. You know how strong our own wills are. You know how hard we find it to submit to your way for our lives. 
So, Lord, strengthen us to desire and to do your will. We pray in regard to what you have kept secret. We look at our country and our world and we wonder what you are doing. In the noise of contradictory voices, advance your redeeming purpose, even as you did through the clamor around the cross, we pray. Help us to trust you. But it's hard for us to understand what you are doing. Help us to know and really believe that you reign supreme in all things, including the things we do not understand. Father, we pray that you will help us to grow in discernment. Lead us on the path of wisdom. Guard us from making foolish decisions. Help us to think clearly and to weigh correctly. Give us the humility that seeks and hears the wise counsel of others and help us, O Lord, to be vigorous in ruling out all that you forbid and ruling in all that you command. Father, we thank you that our Savior knows the intensity of our struggle when your will conflicts with our desires. Give us strength to embrace your commands and give us grace to submit to the burdens that you have called us to carry. We pray that you will help us to do your revealed will like the angels, fully and gladly and immediately. Help us to love you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Help us, we pray, to love our neighbors as ourselves. Help us to make disciples of people from every background and to seek the good of people from every race. Save us from being unhappy Christians. Deliver us from the sinful habit of complaint. Help us today and every day this week to rejoice in you, to be constant in prayer and to give thanks in all circumstances. And save us, dear Father, from thinking of prayer as a means by which we can get you to do our will. Make us more like Jesus. Teach us to pray, your will be done. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, in whose name we pray. Amen. You're listening to Open the Bible with Pastor Colin Smith, wrapping up the message, God's Will, part of our series, Listener Favorites 2023. If you ever miss one of our messages or you want to go back and listen again, you can do that online at openthebible.org.uk. Also on the Open the Bible website, you'll find Open the Bible Daily. These are a series of short two to three minute reflections written by Pastor Colin and read by Sue McLeish. There's a new one on the website every day. You can find Open the Bible on all the major social media sites, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. If you use any of these sites, we'd love it if you would follow us. We're easy to find. Our username is the same on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. It's at UK Open the Bible. 
On YouTube, it's at Open the Bible UK. You can also find us using the search on any of the sites, UK Open the Bible. Or you can always simply go to the Open the Bible website, that's openthebible.org.uk, go to the bottom of the homepage and click on your preferred social media symbol. Once you've found us on social media, please follow us or subscribe to our channel. And when you see one of our postings, please like it. Or better still, retweet or resend it with your thoughts and comments. That way we get seen by all your followers and they have the opportunity to follow us too. Let's grow the Open the Bible community. For Open the Bible and Pastor Colin Smith, I'm David Pick, and I very much hope you'll join us again next time. Open the Bible is supported by our listeners. What does it mean to live by faith? Next time we'll see how faith walks with God on Open the Bible.